Let's talk big picture with Jim Bianco. Stock market has been rallying for over a month and a half. Bond yields are down. He's the president of Bianco Research. Jim, but last Friday, that shockingly good employment seemed to throw a wrench into the month-long bullish narrative. What does that mean as we head into this week's inflation print? Well, it seemed to throw a wrench into it until you got to this morning. <laughs> I think it does throw a wrench into it because the biggest number out of the payroll report last week was wages. They came in higher than expected <clears throat> at 5.2%. If you want inflation to come down, and everybody still believes inflation's transitory, they're just not allowed to say that word. It's the Voldemort of the markets right now. You need, you need wage inflation to come down. If it's going to stay at 5%, then we can pay 5% inflation. And then we're gonna keep having 5% inflation and the Fed's gonna to have to raise rates above five in order to start to tighten policy. So that was the biggest problem with that report. And I think just to the bigger issue here is the market has been rallying because as I said, I think everybody still believes inflation's transitory. They're still hoping that the data in the, starting this week and in the next couple of months is gonna give the Fed reason to wind down the rate hikes because it's going to show that inflation is going to peak and come down. Now, I'm going to push back on that. I think that that's a little premature. You might get a peak in headline inflation at 9.1%. That's still a possibility. But I don't think you're going to get a peak in core inflation. That still could make new highs before the end of the year on a year-over-year -year basis above 6.5%. Mm. In fact, it might even next month make it, it might be real close to 6.5%, if not higher, next month. So the inflation story has not been done yet, and even though the market is hoping that it is. Now, does that mean there is a tradable disconnect uh, between the market and the potential for the Fed, Jim, when even people like Neil Kashkari, traditionally a dove, are saying such language that there is a disconnect? Oh yeah, I think there is. There's almost always a disconnect when you get these kind of markets. It's, you know, we, we've referred to this as the bond market's smart or the stock market sees the way uh, and we go with that. But look at the Fed fund futures market right now. 70% chance that the Fed's gonna hike 75 again for a third meeting in a row in September. That'll take the funds rate to 3%. Uh, so the that end of the market is not buying the transitory, the Fed's going to be winding down soon, at least not yet. And so as we move towards that September meeting, if the belief is that inflation is somewhat more persistent, yeah, I think the market can run into trouble. And what's driving all of this? Oliver, I, I love your boards, but you can get rid of them all. Just put crude oil prices up there because that <laughs> seems to be the bus that is driving everything right now. Should it be, Jim? And uh, yes, it, to some extent it should be, but I'm going to offer an idea to you. Are we getting a little oversold? Are we getting a little bit too bared up on the price of crude oil? Because some of the evidence I've seen suggests that maybe we're walking into a low. I know that's the thing no one wants to believe. Oh, it's going to break down and it's going to fall apart. Well, it's already done that. It's $40 off its high right now. And now everybody's getting bared up. But that seems to be what has everybody believing inflation is transitory. Fed's going to back off because the price of crude oil is under $88 right now. All right, let's see if it's still under $88 by, say, Labor Day or maybe Halloween. If it is, then we've got something. But it, 
I would not be surprised it's back above 100 bucks, say, by Halloween. And that would put a, a real crink in this idea that inflation is somewhat transitory. The demand destruction, just real quick on crude oil, it's coming from China. It's coming from China with all the lockdowns that they have right now. That's really where you're getting it. Demand mm. destruction in the U.S., a little bit uncertain as to whether or not you're seeing it here. So as China starts to get back to something like normal, then I guess that's part of the reason why you'd argue crude might be able to find some support. We've seen the Macau uh, casinos in the last uh, several weeks start to rally. One of the groups that has so much trouble finding any buyers in the market. So it does look like there's some conviction about some degree of reopening there. Yes, that. And then they just in Hong Kong, they changed their quarantine law rules from seven days. You have to quarantine if you're positive to three days. Mm. So they're starting to inch towards a little bit more of a relaxation of the rules. And if so, people are going to be allowed back out of their house, fill up their car and start burning gasoline, and which is what they're not doing in China right now. And uh, we just after that big employment print, we got our own guys coming back in the studio, too. They're driving. So you'd think there'd be some support for the price of gas there. Jim, thinking about the hypothetical, though, that this market here in the last month has been going with, if we do see something that adds to that case, if we see maybe a data point for inflation come in soft this week, or if crude does continue to slide, what does that mean in terms of what we should own and what might take part? in another thrust higher. We see Bitcoin finally waking up this morning a little bit. It's been sluggish, it's been slow, but that to me will suggest that we've got another leg coming. If there is a leg of risk on coming, will it be broad? Will it be the everything rally like it was in the past? Or did we break some stuff on the way down that won't bounce back this time? Yeah, you're right. We do see some real signs that we've got um, you know, risk on. You're right, Bitcoin over 24,000, ETH over 1,800 right now. And that's really underpinning this whole animal spirits on the market. If we see the inflation data come in less than we expect and crude oil goes, say, under $80 or something, I think, yeah, you'll see a bit of an everything rally. But really, where you want to play it, I think, is going to be in more of the cyclicals and more of the rebuild, the stocks are rebuilding, mm. basic materials, manufacturing cyclicals. The economy, I've argued, needs to be somewhat restructured. And that will benefit from it. Now that I've said that, you're also going to probably see technology do very well only because it's gotten, and I'll use a technical term here, it's gotten the absolute crap kicked out of it. So it's going to rebound a lot on a percentage basis because it's down so much. But I think that the stocks that will have the staying power will be more of the cyclicals, basic materials, manufacturing and the like. Hey, do you think, like that point, that's helpful, Jim. Do you think this um, uh, deal over the weekend, the uh, Inflation Relief Act uh, has a big impact on markets? It's a pretty chunky dollar amount. What do you think uh, all of that means for investors? You know, count me as in the libertarian camp that they, that'll be a trivia question by Friday. I think that it's probably better. Uh, I agree with what Kevin said earlier, markets like spending, and they, uh, they, they always respond to that positively. But beyond that, I mean, with the raising of taxes in there, with some of the restrictions from climate, and with the IRS now set to have more employees than any government agency in Washington, that could wind up being a drag on markets just as easily as the spending can be a positive for markets. Uh, Jim, what's the uh, 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 potential here 
for something to build in terms of DC momentum. Does this give any momentum potentially to uh, more spending coming? Is this a, a, a political calculus, uh, you know, changer in terms of what we expect over the next year? Not over the next year. I think the calculus was that at a minimum, the Republicans are probably going to take the House, and that stalls whatever momentum the Biden administration has. The Senate is still up for grabs right now. So there was an impetus that we got to get it done now, because if we don't get it done now, it's not going to happen. And we have to get it done this summer because we don't want to do it that close to the election or the midterm elections. So if there is any more impetus for spending, it's going to have to happen in the next, say, six weeks. And right now, I just don't see it happening. But if the Republicans take the House at a minimum, there's not going to be these kind of spending bills as we go forward. Remember, 50 Republicans voted against every single Republican yeah. voted against this bill. You would never get this bill through if you had Republican chamber. And that's probably what we're looking at post midterm elections. OK, so likely more standstill on the way uh, yet. Jim, great stuff. Uh, great to hear from you. Thanks a lot for being here this morning. Thank you. Sure thing. Jim Bianco is the president at Bianco Research.